Welcome to Reverse Psychology, the not terrible and surprisingly okay Frasier Rewatch podcast where we go backwards through every episode of the show. Tonight, we are covering Season 10, Episode 22, Fathers and Sons, which originally aired on May 6, 2003. Did Major Winchester Trapper John Frasier's mom? We'll find out. I'm your host, Curtis Sheck. Joining me as always, it's a resident upside downer, Ryan Sansone. Curtis, I'm a father and a son, and it's all right to be here. Also with us today are always a son, never a father. It's Bradley Kirkston. Hey, yo, homies in the building. You missed me, but now I'm back and I'm ready to go full frontal. No, no, whoa, no. Whoa, whoa, Nobody whoa. missed you and you're not allowed. Keep what do you mean we on. missed you? You were on the last up. And why are you going full frontal anything? I meant more it's like been a week since you heard my beautiful voice. And now a special guest is joining us. It's Heike. Oh, no. We have a guest? My God. The fuck? God. Do you? Did you bring drops really? to the party? I, I I have a Fraser soundboard here. Don't you think? It sounds like Darth Vader's talking to you from the hallway. You guys, do you guys know this line right here? No, I'm gonna open a wine bottle. There we that go. It was better. Much crisper. <laughs> that was good. There's only twelve of these though. We gotta have a better soundboard than that. <laughs> twelve. We have a season one soundboard here. No, we can't. Don't do. Do not do. Do not do that. That would be a spoiler. You've obviously found a Fraser soundboard. Are you familiar with Frasier? This was my first time ever watching the show. Like, I know of the show, and I know, like, the character is from Cheers, and I know, like, Niles. Like, I'm, like, aware of the characters. I'm, like, aware it was, like, a very hit show. The first thought I had when I flipped the show on, the first thing I... I thought it was an NBC show. Yes. Yes. Okay. The it was. show was on CBS. No, it was no. on NBC originally. Why did it, so then it moved to CBS? No. no. no, no. So here's what, here's here's the problem. Production companies make shows, then they sell them to TV networks and for whatever reason CBS Paramount made Frasier but CBS didn't get it. They sold it to NBC. I know that's confusing. But it's confusing yes. because you can't stream it on Peacock. Right. You can only stream it on Paramount Plus, or I think it's on Hulu for now. Okay, so I was, like, very certain that it was an NBC show. So I was, like, went to Peacock looking for it. It was like, it wasn't here. So I went to Google and told me to go to Hulu, and then Hulu it has the CBS logo the whole time. So that was the first thing that really was, like, taking me back. I was like, wait a second. It's a bad, bad start for your Frasier intro. It's very strange to me. I was like, I was like, oh, maybe it's one of those shows they tried to cancel, and then they were like, everybody was like, no, you can't cancel Frasier, and so CBS was like, we'll take it off your hands, NBC. But I, guess I have a feeling it. if they had canceled Frasier, it would have gone quietly. It certainly wouldn't have gone eleven seasons. That would have been wild. So okay, so you said you were aware of it. What? What? Other than the characters, what? What did you think Frasier was going to be like? I honestly, the show was kind of exactly what I thought. It's one of those shows. I don't remember what came on after, but I definitely used to catch like the last two minutes of the show every week. Okay, so so you immediately lied to us. Clearly, you have Frasier knowledge. I told you I was aware of the show. But I've never really seen the actual show. Let's say you have a show that's going to start at 9 p.m. And you turn it on at like 8.59 and you're catching the last minute of the show and the credits and then your show starts. I used to get Frasier like that. What was the show you were watching? I really don't recall at all. Hiking, you were a big Will and Grace guy, so it's probably Will and Grace. I'm thinking Friends. Oh, yeah. But no, for, no, I don't think so. I think I think Frasier was on Tuesdays. Tuesdays, yeah. Could it have been Scrubs? Yeah, maybe. Let's see. I bet Google can solve this for us. Yeah, let's see. Brad, this is your... This is in your wheelhouse of logistics. I got it. I'm the logistics master of the show. King of Queens. No. No, wrong. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> that was an NBC made show that was sold to CBS. Oh, you know, that was CBS. What? That's the first thing that came up. Could you have just been watching a reruns and like you, it was a rerun of Frasier and then it was a rerun of King of Queens. I, I could, I figured this out way easier. That doesn't sound good. After Frasier for a couple years was Just Shoot Me. Oh, I used to watch that. I definitely used to watch yeah. Everybody used to watch Just Shoot Me. But no one, never is appointment viewing, no. You catch it on TBS as like a rerun. What about Caroline in the City? Car- uh, three Sisters? I don't know if you guys are just making jokes or saying real shows. Seinfeld? Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Suddenly Susan. Suddenly Susan. Everybody wants a girl like Susan. Of course it was Suddenly Susan. Oh, you have the same terrible taste of humor as Brad. Oh boy. This is going to be a long night. First off, Suddenly Susan is not a joke. Everybody wants a girl like Susan. Brad is right. There were no jokes on Suddenly Susan. First off, I'm pretty sure Curtis to see just as much episodes of Suddenly Susan as I have. Oh, I've seen all of these shows. Not one of yeah. those shows was a show I didn't watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a disaster. I, I would say that you were exposed more to Frasier than we were expecting then. And, like, I get that you didn't get like the full vibe of the show, but... Seriously, I am well aware of Frasier. I'm well aware of, like, character's name is Niles. You know what always threw me off about, like, the character Niles? Why does he sound British to me? Like, why do they both kind of sound British, but they're not? Is that, like, them just supposed to be, like, oh, we, we're really smart. Like, that's like a smart voice. I think they do sort of a kind of mid-20th century, mid-Atlantic accent, that kind of like 1930s, 1940s way of speaking. I just never met anyone who spoke like that. Just because nobody what? naturally speaks that way. It's just an affectation. Why don't we try it out? Brad, can you speak oh, like that? Course. See if you sound smarter? Of course. I will have a conversation with Hyken as I'm Fraser, as I'm in the Fraser voice. How does that work? So that, I makes, sen- makes sense to everyone. Yeah, oh, no, yeah you do Niles. Niles. I'll, I'll okay. do. I'll do Fraser's voice. Okay, hi kid. How are you today, my friend? I'm good. Why do you sound like that today? Because I am pretending to be Niles. Oh, I'm pretending to be Fraser because I like Sherry. I'm Niles Crane. I'm Fraser Crane, and I am cool. These impressions are surprisingly not as bad as I thought they'd be, but really boring. Like you guys have no idea how to improv anything worth saying. <laughs> Yeah, but I really think Brad should adopt this voice. And here's the thing, I watched one episode, I don't know what Niles Crane would say. That's fair, that's fair. I'm mostly criticizing Brad, has given you nothing to work with. I'm Googling Frasier soundboards, and they're coming up as UK link. So I'm thinking UK people have like an affinity for the show because they sound a little British. Definitely. If you need notes for Frasier, there is a UK site that has like the perfect notes. Highly recommend going to that if you... If you what need to check this? anything what out. What is this website? It's, it's like Frasier.uk or Frasier Online. Ryan, why are you waiting till episode 50 or whatever to let us know about this? What? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Do your own research. <laughs> FraserOnline.co.uk episode guide. If you need to know anything that happened in any episode, who the, who the guest stars were, what the weird title cards are, they got it all. Excellent website for like every episode. Does E-Bomb's world still exist? E-Bomb's World used to have very good soundboards. It used to <laughs> exist, but it's been replaced by Frasier.co.uk. <laughs> all right, I'm giving up on these soundboards. They're just not good. Well, that's fine because we can't hear them at all. I'm giving up on this opening discussion. Uh, should we Should we dive into the episode of Frasier? Yes, yes, we should. That was, that was just the hiking intro. That was an opening <laughs> discussion. <laughs> Oh, oh, what what did you want to discuss, Ryan? Uh, I don't have anything, but I thought I thought our host would have something. I did come up with one question that may or may not be interesting. Uh, so, Hyken, you probably don't know this from the one episode you watched, but Fraser has a radio show where he gives psychiatric advice. And I want to know if you had a call-in show 
what would your topic be? Like, I always want to know who people would pick as their house band if they were like a late night show host. You mean if they were hosting TRL? No. Or SNL? SNL? Sorry. No, like if you hosted like the Tonight Show, what band would oh. you choose? Like your, your house? To be clear, your radio show would be people call in to tell you what their band would be? Oh, you mean like, I? so okay, you're saying like, I need like a theme for a radio show? I was yes, just thinking no. of one, one topic that would be fun to discuss in like a segment. But you're saying like the overall theme of my show? Yeah. It's a pretty light question. I would just interview people who have OnlyFans and just ask them about like all like about their OnlyFans. And then, you know, I would cover like all areas. You know what I mean? Like I want to know people who like just do feet stuff, people who are like couples, <laughs> people who are polygamous, people who like do like the really weird stuff, like with pee and poop. Maybe a straight guy who does things for gay guys. Like maybe maybe a gay guy who only only makes stuff for straight people. I don't know. But like I just want to see like I wanna I wanna humanize these people and like like I want to find out who their favorite Pokemon is. I got hiking. I got to tell you, I'm captivated. I'm in. Start it up. Start it up tomorrow. Yeah. I will and, listen. And and I want to know who they would use as their house band if they were hosting a late night show. Hiken, your show can be called Only Questions. That's good. Bad. That's good. You you can be my producer. Oh yeah, I'm in. Curtis, I'm out of here. I, I got a hit to make. Here's the question though: Who would you use as your house band? I mean, you want to know who my house band is? I don't know bands. I'm using I'm using the Bloodhound Gang. Oh, mm. there's no chance they're still making music. I don't think so, but they're like fun. I feel like they, they would are they would join they in on fun. the comedy. Like that's what you want. You like Red Hot Chili Peppers would be great. They're probably too big for that, but like they would be like a fun group to have. Yeah, they might be a little too big for a house band of a radio show. Maybe just a touch. Not a radio show. I mean, like like a late night show. Like if you were like you know All you're right. like hosting like like Tonight Show. They're probably too big for that but probably just a touch they'd be fun to have around just in case they were like bored and were like hey man it'll give us something to do every night well he answered your question in full Kurt. you have to give an answer who would you who's your late night show band weird out awesome that's a really good answer it's not a band though it may not be a band but that counts you can totally choose weird out because weird out will just play like a million inches you shouldn't choose weird out because he's gonna be more interesting than you are most nights oh that that is true you that, that is him. that is true but if i hosted late night show there's no scenario where i'm the draw so we need someone <laughs> <laughs> does everyone want to know who I would pick as my late night band? That's okay. We don't need. Does it. Eric Roberts have a band? I know. I know who it is. It's Polyphonic Spring. Hikins, right? It's Polyphonic what? Spring. Yeah. I don't know what that is. What is that? They're that band from the early two thousands that had that weird song that was like "Light and Day is More Than You'll Say." Just follow the dream. Are you singing a popular song? It wasn't really popular. <laughs> it sounds like a song that was on Sesame Street. It sounds like how you keep like second graders in line. Okay. So so let me explain. <laughs> so it was it was a bunch of cult members of this cult who created oh, a song. Okay. And then released what? an album. Yeah. I got a question though. Are you allowed to sing that song on this show? Like, do you have copyright for that? Oh, nobody listens. Yeah, I won't get <laughs> Nobody's going to notice. <laughs> that would be the we best if we got sued. We could use the have, attention. You'd be surprised. I feel like they're probably huge Fraser fans. They probably just binge listen Fraser The Polyphonic Street? <laughs> Yeah, and here's the other thing. There's like a million people in it. There's a really good chance that, that one of them's obsessed with Frasier. All right. You know what? Hey, Polyphonic Spree, hit us up. Add us. We they, will own, we will own your song if you don't. Can you sing that children's song again one one more time? Light and day, it's more than you'll say. Yeah, Just guess what? We'll, we'll do dreams. this every episode till you sue us. Yeah, please. <laughs> that's how you'll get famous. That's yeah, our new intro. That, Curtis, yes. Curtis, that's our new intro. All right, let's get let's get started. Light and day, it's more than you'll say. We open with rain clouds over Seattle. Daphne and Niles are applying to an exclusive preschool before even getting pregnant. 
Frazier announces Leland, their mother's old research partner, is coming back to town. So this is confusing. We're, we've decided we're going to have a kid. And then next episode, it kind of seems like we're not going to do that. And then the next season, we do that. Yeah, it does not seem like the writing was so consistent. I figured someone would bring that up. Um, it's hard to track. I, I do love that there's a wait list for a preschool. The place I work at does not have a, a wait list for our preschool, but we will one day. Weird ambition, by the way. Very weird <laughs> ambition. But one thing that I'm very proud of is that I also was top two in coloring for my age. I was a very good color. You're not a good colorer. Nobody believes that. Nobody you're, believes you're that, a, Brad. You're not a good colorer for a preschooler now. First yeah, off, there's no Brad, no, no Brad on the show on Bradley. And second off, amazing Brad. color. So there is we, – we're not doing preschool yet, but there is – it's really hard to get in daycare. I kind of assume it's tough to get into a private preschool, which I guarantee does exist. For sure. Okay, so there's there's some interesting upside down bit here, right? Obviously, this whole episode centralized around. I guess Fraser's mom is a psychiatrist. I think they they say that pretty quickly in this scene. Yes, they do. And they that, do. And the episode focuses on her assistant, which is a lot. That's a lot to just kind of find out right now. I don't think he was her assistant. I think no. he was her partner, right? Yeah, research partner, research assistant. Leland Barton was mom's research assistant. No, not research not partner. partner. I think they said assistant. He was Hester's research assistant. I can, what do they say? Assistant or no? I'll go with you. I want to say partner. I'm guessing though. Yeah. I'm guessing. Well, you, you could hear he was unreliable. I think we all heard I that. Am on, I would say I'm unreliable on that. You said, you were the one who tied your wagon to him. You're the one who said you would do what he does. <laughs> I was going to go hard and then he he answered too quickly. So yeah, absolutely. I, I, I watched the episode like, like, too long ago. I meant to watch it a second time, and then I just got busy with things. Wait, wait, you had something better to do than watch an episode of <laughs> Frasier a second time? No, 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 not better. I didn't say better. I just got <laughs> just, busy with, just with different. Just different, Kurt. Just different. Sponsorabilities. He was on his third rewatch of an episode of Caroline in the City. Dr. Crane? What have they done with Caroline in the city? It makes no sense. <laughs> no one saw that show. You're right. I don't get it. No, I honestly, I just watched the entire series of King of the Hill. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> we could, we should do that one. It's easy, that's easy. also like eleven. Really I think good. It's like Fourteen seasons. Yeah, but it's a cartoon. Like it doesn't that. count. It doesn't. It's count. really easy to watch. If you're not like if you just have a TV on, it's a good show to like throw on there. Um, Mike Judge created the show. If you really look at his track record, really really good resume. He made some really good stuff. He he made The Office and he made Silicon Valley. No, he didn't. I'm sorry, not The Office, not The Office, Office Space. I believe you have my stapler. But oh, Dan, it's my bad. I mean, they're both really bad. good. Gre- Greg Daniels, I think he co-created King of the Hill, and he did create The Office. So you weren't that far off. Oh, okay. I did. I do oh. remember seeing that. That name. I, I think this is great at all, but can we go back to the scene we're talking about? Oh my god, you're so boring. In fairness, I there's know. very little to talk about in this scene. <laughs> Agreed. They're in Nervosa. Heiken, what did you think of the coffee shop? Nervosa. Are you going to ask him about every scene, how he feels <laughs> the set? <laughs> I thought it was a pretty standard coffee shop. It looked like people were drinking coffee. You know, I did think it was interesting here. We found out Daphne, I guess, is still working for the Cranes, which they kind of hint that she needs to get replaced next season. But she, I mean, we never see her work or whatever. Well, we never see any of them work. Sure. And and we rarely refer to her like having to do anything. So this was interesting. We rarely refer to her. It's true. So she is married to Niles, but supposedly, um, I guess, rehabbing her dad, their dad. 
I don't know. Very surprising. Actually, everything you just said is 100% true, and they've already said it. So good job, Ryan. You're actually paying attention. Well, it doesn't It, I mean, it doesn't track with what we see. I'll, t- I'll say that much. Just a quick pause here. I hate all of their voices. They all sound British, but like bad. I think we should say Daphne is British. That Her character's British. So here's a question. Is she British in real life? There's almost no chance. Yes. That accent's yes. garbage. The actress is actually British, but she is not using her Oh my god, voice. that's so funny. Well, that's <laughs> annoying. It is. It is annoying. Now that I know that, it's really annoying. I don't know. Well, I'm guessing. I'm guessing she's from like a more posh place than she's supposed than her character's supposed to be. I guess. I feel that. I get that. Also consider that the show premiered in 1993. I think. Which correct. For American 1990, we might have thought British people sounded like that. Her actual accent might have sounded fake to American ears. Good point. You make a good point there. Roz comes back from walking Eddie and remarks on how great pets are for flirting. Yet, Frazier never got any with his fish. Leland arrives, and Roz notices that he has similar interests and mannerisms to Frazier. She ponders whether he knocked Hester up. Am I the only one that thought Hester was a guy's name? What? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hester doesn't make sense as a girl's name. Okay, good. I'm glad you're on my side. Why were you so anti that, Curtis? Why did you give me so much attitude? You're like, yeah, I know I know 17 Hesters that are all... Yeah, no, no, come no, on. No, it's not a common name, and it's not a good name, but I don't know. A, a guy named Hester? That doesn't sound right. Sounds like Lester. A girl named Hester? That's a guy's name. Yeah, it's a guy's name. You don't think it is. Esther's probably a girl's name. Lester's a Hester. guy name. Yeah. Yeah. So Hester Hester does kind of fall in between, doesn't it? I think Hester is pure. I don't I don't think any man has ever been named Hester. I don't think anyone's been named Hester. It sounds like some the Adams family. They have like a cousin Hester? Is that someone? Yes. Uncle uh, that's Uncle Fester. Hester. We're close enough. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uncle Fester, we're close enough, Ryan. I also had a fish growing up, and for the record, it did not help me with the ladies either. I, I do like that. I think it's fine. I like how much like hate and vitriol he has for that fish. Like, is it? It was his fault. Ross has a dog. That's never come up. It feels like what? it could have come up at some point. What? What are you talking about? Ross has a dog. Doesn't? Didn't we find that out in this scene? Who do you think she was walking? She was walking Eddie. Wasn't there? T- okay. This is, no. This is are you be seeing dogs now? You saw an extra dog. <laughs> <laughs> you're, that, you're telling me there was you're, two dogs. No, I saw a second dog. Is this a bit? I, are you doing a bit? I, I wish I was that creative. If I, if I was that creative, we would have a much better show. This show is making you go nuts. It used to be so calm and normal, and now you're going weird. I've lost my goddamn mind with dogs. <laughs> As somebody who's never watched the show and has only seen like a minute here or there, I recall the dog very vividly and i feel like he was very often in like the credit scenes and stuff like that that is where they use him a lot yeah and that so when the do- in this episode i watched the dog does have a pivotal role there was a moment where he looked at leland he looks at Fraser and he looks at me. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And then i was like, oh, i'm starting to pick up on the fact that this might be Fraser's father. And then i was like, all right, i was correct and now the dog thing is making sense. And then my next note was excellent dog actor. Oh my god. I don't like that you you've highlighted how well they did write this this scene. No, 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 no. Not no no. The dog acted it. And now I just want to know how do they get this dog to hit the cue so hard? Like and the dog's a piece of shit. Probably. I mean he's a great actor. Most actors are. <laughs> he's like the Christian Bale of dog actors. <laughs> He was 
so he really sold that shit. Oh my god, Batman with a as a dog. I would, I'd watch that. There's this behind the scenes footage of Eddie the dog harassing the craft service people. I'm gonna fucking kick your fucking ass. You know, shut up for a second, all right? Why are you trashing my scene? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> you just put a piece of bacon behind Lester's ear, like it's e- or Leland's ear. No, it's really Leland's no, no. ear. It's like it's like the director went up to him and he was like explaining to him his motivation for the scene. He's like, so Frazier and this man have the same mannerism. So you're going to treat this man just like you would Frazier. And then you're going to look at both of them like, hold on a second. Are you guys the same? And I was just like, oh, no words were used. But the dog's mannerisms made me go, Oh, they think they're related. So, so real question for everyone here: is that is that where you guys also figured out where this episode was going, or did it take a little uh, bit longer? Again, it's hard for me to answer because I've watched every I episode. Think it, I think times. in this case that question's okay. Hold on, Bradley, you watched every episode multiple times. No one believes them. I just watched the whole series last year. You know that. Yeah, but I don't know that you watched it the first multiple time. times, man. Yeah. I grew up watching it, just like Curtis. That was, that's never been covered. Who is the target audience for this show? That is a really well. Good that question. is a great question. Curtis's mom. Curtis, Curtis's mom Curtis's is the target whole, audience. Curtis's whole family. They call it Curtis's mom's show, but guess what? It's it's the whole Schick brothers and mom company. Everyone. First off, why did you why did you butcher Curtis's last name? He's been our friend for seventeen years. What's his name? <laughs> Suck it, <laughs> Kurt. You idiot. You you say it's our whole family show, but I was more of a Caroline and the City man. Caroline and Richard kiss. Was that an episode? Episode, you may see how these stories intertwine in the city of Caroline. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what you need to do a podcast? Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Oh my god, I hate you. Oh, I, hate, I hate oh, all of, no. I hate all of Baltimore. So two guys are going to pizza. Shut place up! For those, we're not uh, ta- shut up! Shut up! We're yeah, not we're not. We don't have time for that. Uh, um, fair enough. I like when Frazier <laughs> and Leland meet. They do the worst handshake like ever. Ever. I didn't notice this. Curtis didn't notice it because that's how he does handshakes with people. When I saw it, my first thought was white. It was no, just a very white, listen, uncoordinated handshake. You, you get the two whitest people you've ever met. They're doing a better handshake than what those two guys just pulled. What did they do? What was so weird about uh, it? it? It was a disaster. I was gonna say it's really hard to explain without watching it. It, it it looks like, like a car wreck, but like with a handshake. Yeah. It looked like people that didn't know how to move fingers. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like they had hands, but no fingers is the best way to describe it. That's, that's your best metaphor. You pulled the whole, this whole series. Thank you. Can I please say the actor that played Leland Barton? Sure. Zero percent chance I don't butcher this name. Wait, wait, you negative. You double negative. What? You said zero percent chance you don't butcher it. Yep. That mean you're going to nail it? <laughs> oh, I go. Yeah. Zero percent chance I don't butcher it. Thank you. Wait, you did um, <laughs> Leland Leland Barton is played by actor David Ogden Steers. That's a really easy name to pronounce. It's a really easy, there's no other way to go with it. Well, I got it right. That's all that matters. He could have said David Ogden Steers. (laughs) You accidentally went Ogden correctly. Rabbit did say his name incorrectly. It's David Ogden Steers, not Steers. Oh. It's Oh. <laughs> so let's talk about this trend show. So I have a note. I don't actually, the only recollection I have was uh, the lady speaks and he says, And you must be, I'm assuming you don't go by Niles anymore. No, this, this is my producer, Roz Doyle. My brother's not here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my sincerest apologies. You are a handsome woman. I thought that was I thought that was good. I thought that was well done. That's very ahead of its time. Well, but these these are people that pretend to be British. Yeah, are British living twenty years ahead of us? These are people that hang out and play piano and and sing along to the songs. These are a different breed than you're used to. We got our first title card: the woes of the name. Niles needs a placeholder name for the future kid. 
Daphne worries it will be cemented as the real name once they pick it, setting off a B-plot consisting purely of a list of names. Are we saying this is the B-plot? I thought this was the A-plot, if we're going to be honest. (laughs) I'm not sure there was a true A or B-plot. I just think it was, you know, whatever happens. But Ryan, I really want to know from your perspective, is this what it was like even before you had a kid? Were you starting to think about names then, or was this a little weird? We definitely didn't think about uh, a name in preschool prior to wanting to have the kid. Or whatever is happening in this scene. Do you regret that? No, no. But it is really hard to name a child. Like you are, Fair you, enough. you will be surprised when you and your significant other sit down to name a kid. How many associations you immediately make that you didn't realize? Or you're like, I'm gonna go name a kid like Jeff, and you're like, oh fuck, I, there's like six yeah. Jeffs I hate. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I keep a journal of names of people I hate. Not a hit list. It's not a hit list. I'll tell you this: you you don't have to do that. It it will come up as soon as your as soon as your significant other names a name. You're just like, oh no, what that that kid picked his nose in second grade. I would never name my kid that. My boyfriend has more than once suggested we name our kids after drugs. Now the first one was Molly, which I thought was okay. Well, I could see that working as a name. His next idea for name. Cocaine. If it wasn't taken by the drug. I actually I actually love that. Not a terrible name. I think that's a really good way to destigmatize cocaine. Saying you love cocaine is uh is very bold <laughs> of you. Especially yeah. Curtis. If if a skinny white tall guy ran around Chicago yelling, I love cocaine. Why why am I running around saying that? Well, because you have to chase after your kid. You're a frantic motherfucker. No, no, no. It's not I love cocaine. You run up to people and you say, Have you seen cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. That makes sense. I need to find cocaine. Like on a children's playground. That would turn out really well. That is really funny, actually. <laughs> Brad, I think it's gonna be really weird if you're ever a parent and you're running around after your kid yelling, I love I love my kid. I love kid names. Like, <laughs> a weird that thing to like do. That's a good plot to like a bad babysitter movie. You like babysit and the kid's name's cocaine. You're <laughs> like, I can't find cocaine anywhere. You have to help me. It'd be called finding cocaine. But Ryan, at one point, Niles suggests naming the fake kids after Daphne's brother. How would you feel if your wife wanted to name your future child after your brother? I'm against, actually, like, no joke. I'm against naming kids after people that exist. Like, they, people love to do the homage, especially, like, the middle name. I don't get it at all. It's like, don't don't put my ancestors on this kid. I think middle middle name is okay. I think first. I don't think it is. I think it's. I think people Ryan, are overrated. Well, I can, I can. Un- unfortunately, Ryan happens to be the expert on this, as his n- middle name is named after somebody. Oh yeah, my middle name is my dad's name. I, insanely, my dad doesn't like his. It name, would be so. way cooler if your middle name had Junior at the end of it. What do you mean? <laughs> like you, if your you... name was Ryan Joel Junior Sanso. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what middle names? Were? What do you mean at that. the end of it? You can't just tack on Junior to the end. No, of the that would word. be so great, though. That's what he's saying. That's I what know. he's saying. I, Why not? With a dash? Yeah. Or are you saying like a second middle name? Or are you with saying like, like that's that's literally part <laughs> of the middle name? It would be Joel Junior. Yeah, yeah. You think that like as one word? No dash, anything. Just like Joel Junior. Joel Junior. That's two middle names. Then no, it's like so calling someone like Sarah Lee. Like that's one name. That's two <laughs> names. That's a middle. It's not name. like Sarah Lee. Do you know what middle, middle name? Means? Their first name is Sarah Lee. No, no. Like no, I, Lee, I work Lee's the woman. middle name. No, 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 no there no, are people no. literally who have like a yeah, like yeah, a yeah, name like that, yeah. and then a middle name. They do. Their name yeah. is Sarah, like, and their middle name no, is no, Lee. No, I'm telling you, I know people like you can't. There's no Ryan. Let me give. 
There's, there's no space room. on the SAT. Like, there's you no can't just... Yeah, there is. When you went to name your child, did they come to you with some rules? They say like, hey, here's a set of rules. Do you get what middle means, though? It means that it's in between your first and your last name. We use space as the delimiter. That's how you determine what a new word is. Like, if you say, Sarah Lee, Lee's the middle name. What You could have other middle names, even. That's fine. It's wait, so why, wait, hold on. why are you telling me, wait, why can you have more than one middle name but not more than one first name? You can have unlimited middle names, which is crazy, but you could. But your first name is your the first one. It's whatever came first. That's how Yeah, the first name in this scenario would be like Sarah Lee, and the middle name would be like Ashley. Your, your first name is Sarah. <laughs> I think we'll have to agree to disagree here. Oh, I feel like I'm going crazy. Um, okay, going back, did you guys also not really understand why they thought the name Bob Crane was that funny? I don't get the Bob Crane joke. What yeah, I, didn't get it. I didn't get it either. Okay, so I looked this up because I, I... Thank I, you, Curtis. I don't get why this is funny either. Bob Crane was the name of an actor who played Hogan on Hogan's Heroes. And okay. he, like, that in and of itself Wait. might be, like, just a actor at the time, 2003, was known. and But apparently in, like, the early 90s, he died a mysterious murder. There was, like, a mysterious murder they never solved. That was in 1978. That's what Google says. <laughs> That would not that would not be enough to shut you down in 2003. That wouldn't be like I can't name a kid that. A guy died 20 years ago. Yeah, wouldn't name your kid Ray Romano if he was brutally murdered. You wouldn't name a kid Ray Romano, but you could name him Ray. If the cranes were actually the Romanos in the show, it would be the same joke as him saying Ray. Yeah, I don't think that would land right now. Well, if Ray Romano had been brutally murdered 25 years ago, we'd all be like, ooh. Right, yeah, yeah, if he was active on TV. That would be like saying you want to name your daughter Nicole Brown. <laughs> that one does play a little better, though. Nicole Brown still would sting a little bit. Either way, that Bob Crane, like, even just, I'm Googling this dude. This guy has a stupid face. Like, I could see why somebody brutally murdered him. Um, and here's the thing. Why would you want to name your kid Bob Crane? That's like, that's such an old person's name. You would never name your kid Bob. You would name him Robert. Robert. Here's the thing. You could name your kid Bob if you wanted, though. That's that's oh, hillbilly crazy. territory, though. Who the fuck are these Simons that she lists off? I don't know who those Simons were either. I did not recognize those names, and I did not look them up. And the only one I got was the chipmunk. That was the only, that was when I got on board with what she was saying. I think all of these names are just like, it's Frasier. So they're already like, very esoteric references to begin with, but then it's like 20 year old pop culture references that 40 year olds are making. Like it's going to be dated yeah. in 2023. It's just, it, it was too tough. It was dated. It was tough. At the coffee shop, Frage, Niles, and Leland decide to go to some boring ass museum while Roz puts the idea of Leland fathering the boys in Martin's head. So he they really are building Leland up to be like just an older version of Fraser in every little thing they do. I do like when they're called three fancy peas in a pod. I thought that was pretty fitting for the scene. You say older, but honestly, he he didn't seem dramatically older. He kind of seemed more like a peer of Fraser than an elder. Well, okay, you're right. But also keep in mind, Fraser acts 25 to 30 years older than he actually is. So yes, you are correct because Fraser presents himself that way. Uh, at the end of the scene, we get a great moment, which is such a throwaway joke. And they could have done it on literally any episode because it has nothing to do with this episode. But Martin takes a sip of a drink, thinks it's gross and says, What the hell is this? I don't know. It was there when I sat down. Oh. He didn't order it. <laughs> Nobody brought it to him. It was just sitting there and he sipped it. I thought that was really funny too. I had a problem with the coffee shop scene because they were supposed to go to this museum and then they all kind of like ditched their dad 
and um, was it Roz <laughs> there? Yeah, correct. I didn't yes. like that. I didn't appreciate that. I would I actually, I would say that was a reverse ditch. A ditch is where everybody wants to go to something and you leave somebody out. This is where only those three wanted to go to this museum. They volunteered. They were invited. They did not want to go. I feel like they just shouldn't have went. Like they were like they had a they were having coffee with their, their oh father. I see you're saying they shouldn't have ditched the coffee date they should have stayed at the coffee shop I was yeah. like coffee date I was like that's like their default starting place like you know even if it wasn't like plans they they decided to meet there I mean may, maybe I'm wrong maybe you're right I don't even think they did decide to meet there you're operating under the uh, assumption that this is the way normal people would behave going into a coffee shop the reality is in this show. Uh, about every other scene is in the coffee shop. They're just always there. Yeah. So they're just, they're, how much coffee do you think they drink in a day? That sounds really expensive to drink that much coffee out. We see them in New York, right? Little. They're in New York, right? Seattle, but close. They're in Seattle. Yeah. What made you wow. think New so York? That is that is interesting. Has big city vibe to it. What what about what about this this episode made you think big city vibe? Because they're in the coffee shop like three times, right? Uh, the the uh, condo he lives in. with the space needle in the background. I didn't pay attention to the background, but it gave very like high end New York. <laughs> Don't add him for that, Kurt. That's the. That's the- <laughs> <laughs> Why are you defending Hiken so much in this episode? Why is it now Brad and- Bradley and Curtis versus Ryan and Ryan? Most of us don't look at the background and see. We pay attention to the fucking First episode. Of all, let me actually let me say this. I paid attention to the background for one smidge of a second, and the only take I had on the background was that it was very cheap looking. That oh, it clearly yeah. did not look like an actual <laughs> well, that city. Was, that was and that's why I didn't. Seattle. So that's why I didn't pay attention to the space needle because I was like, oh, this is like clearly a set. You don't have to explain why you didn't see the, see the space needle in the background. It was not a bad background. <laughs> it was not cheap. That's just what Seattle looks like. Seattle's a beautiful city. I'm going to disagree with you. Now, Seattle's a now really nice city. Twenty years later, yeah. I doubt it changes that much in 20 so years. It's, it's, Amazon like is is located there. They've changed dramatically. I understand that. Like they built a, like a stadium. Outside of that, I'm not sure what else they contributed. Whole um, section of the city. It's like a like, no joke. Not even a joke. Most like a third of Seattle is devoted to Amazon right now. Okay, I'm just. I mean, look, I I was in Seattle for the first time in. 2021 so i i cannot say 18 years earlier what the city looked like but anyway i'm just saying the background wasn't doing it for me it looked really cheap yeah that's that tracks leland is reading fraser bedtime stories and teaching niles to walk or at least that is what it looks like to martin who is increasingly insecure about his fatherhood what the actual fuck is going on in this scene I didn't like that Weird joke. Scene. That was a really cheesy joke. You were really feeling insecure about your like son and being like, oh, I wonder if I'm not the father. Watching your grown-ass, probably 40-year-old son walk like, walk like a baby because he has like a, a dead leg, that would not be like, oh, wow, that really like... It was a gut punch. It was a stupid setup and like a dumb joke. Yeah, I agree entirely. That was a bad way to do that. I disagree. I, I think it is dumb. I think the setup is ridiculous. But I, I got a chuckle. I thought it was funny that he's reading in bedtime stories and, and teaching him how to walk. Like, it's absurd. The bedtime story thing. How do you go from being like, let's go to a museum to being like, I can't ever walk again. Please, strange man, read me a, a, your book. What the fuck is going on there? It it doesn't make sense. I just thought it was funny. What what, what do you think happened to him? Like kayfabe. What, what I do you think, think he went drank, on there? I think he drank something that was already sitting on the table, and it made him sick. No, well, this is no. This is Fraser that is incapacitated. You know. like, I think that's just a thing the cranes do. They just see cups on tables. <laughs> they take sips. 
I love Frazier's bedroom. It's so nice. That's like what I dream my bedroom to look like one day. And instead, my bedroom looks like a bedroom of a four-year-old. But I would love to have a nice bedroom like Frazier's. You do have that rainbow light and fan. <laughs> that's at my parents' house, okay? Not in my actual adult that's, bedroom. That's not, def- that's not a defense. You have to take stuff down like that. <laughs> that I, this is the longest we spent in the bedroom of Frasier. No, it felt a lot like Marty's. I think they just redressed it. Yeah, they must. Well, have. I mean, their bedrooms are right next to each other. It's in the same corridor. So. Wait, are they? As a spoiler alert, I think. I don't know. Hiken's right. It was it was a stupid joke on the Niles scene. Like I think the Frasier part was okay, other than it's weird that he went incapacitated so quickly. I think you could have set that up slightly differently. It would have made sense. This is why I question who the target audience is. These people are high end people, right? They're very educated, but these jokes are very like childish. Maybe that's the point of the show. The Niles joke is one of the, the I would say, like the tackiest jokes we've seen. So well, I mean, far. him being in bed and getting a bedtime story is also pretty like dumb. As was the dog, the scene with the dog where the dog is is like nodding, like like you know what I mean. Like, so that's why I just I disagree on the dog part. The dog part I thought was done well, and I think it's in done this well scene, because you have a you have an Academy Award winning dog actor. <laughs> He's basically the second greatest dog actor ever behind Wishbone. Okay, have you seen fucking Airbud? Are you? Out of your goddamn mind. Airbud is just a great athlete. He's, he's a multi-talented dog. But shout out Wishbone. Shout out Wishbone. One of the things this show did a lot of is farce, where there's like double meanings, where one character thinks one thing's happening, but another character thinks something completely different is happening. Yeah. So th- that's kind of what they're doing. It's not their best effort, but yeah. I think the, the Niles portion is the worst farce part we've seen so far. And we've seen a couple bad ones. Yeah. yeah well, this is the first episode I ever watched. This is all I'm going on. That's fair. I know. Totally I know. Fair. I'm just giving you context. I don't think you got their best their best punch by any means. And I think you could definitely have got the worst punch we've seen so far. But they do they set up things well. And I, I agree it didn't the the setups don't match the payoff here. At the radio station, Roz reassures Marty that even if he isn't the biological father. They are still ultimately his sons. All right. So let me say, like, he makes a joke about, like, what if you weren't her real mother? And then she gets really mad and is like, I am her real mother. And then I just wrote, these are really cheap jokes. Like, they're going for cheap laughs. And then I wrote, I hope this is just because the show is on season 10. Like, I'm hoping <laughs> that, like, the earlier seasons have better jokes written there. Because they just weren't punchy. They, they were, like, getting going for really cheap, corny laughs. This is another one that's cheap, and it like you can see where it's gonna go as soon as the scene starts. It was giving two and a half minutes. Yeah, I, I agree. Ooh, that's, and like late, that's the meanest late, thing anybody said about this show. Not just two and a half <laughs> minutes, like like post Charlie Sheen two and a half minutes. I will I will challenge you this though. If you if someone does call you out this way, you would end up getting offended. I wouldn't be this hammy, but it'd be close. Yeah, but the thing was, it wasn't like a call. It was like a hypothetical. He was like saying, "Well, like put yourself in my shoes." Act like, like, act oh. like that wouldn't get in your, act like that would not get in your head. Well, let me say, I don't have a biological child, so hard for me to put myself in your shoes. As soon as you find out that a beat cop is like, "Oh, that happens all the time," you you have to immediately start running the numbers. At least, are we talk, What show are we talking about now? Beat cop. Was there a cop on this scene? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, First off, the the person who's not who gets mad about doing spoilers is. Giving someone spoilers on this episode. I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> I think that's okay. I think I think if a person's watched one episode of Frasier, I can spoil the things that have happened uh, in, but, the, in the. But would you scenes. like to? Would you like to at least explain it to him so he understands what the hell you're trying to say? I'll yeah, be yeah, honest. Yeah, I don't think fair. I want an explanation. I want to be in the dark. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs>
I don't want to. I don't want to leave this this evening feeling like I know too much about Frazier. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I feel every night. Marty's at the radio station here, right? Yeah, yeah. Why is he here? He wants to talk to Roz to, to see Roz. Yeah. Why she she shows up to the apartment like every other scene, right? But as far as we know, Roz doesn't have an apartment. She lives at the radio station. No, no, so no, no, no. She, she no. She'll be at Fraser's apartment in I don't know a scene from now, right? That's what we see um, out of her every time. Can we talk about the important part of the scene when Marty admits that he was cheated on by his wife? Yeah, yeah. this is a bit. What the fuck, right, man? He said that real casually. Yes, you got to remember he's old. His wife's probably been dead for the whole series. We don't know that. It's like maybe the show starts with her death, maybe, but almost for sure she's been dead the whole series. Quick, quick thing: like Julia is not in this episode, which is is bonkers. I was waiting to the end of the episode to bring that up, but it, it shows no continuum in the storyline. The fact Julia was not in. Still trying out names. Daphne favors Milton. Her ex-boyfriend's name. I didn't realize until this scene that what happened earlier in the Bob Crane scene that these two were making names for a baby of that they were sharing together. Because I wrote down, I thought Niles was gay. Niles? No. And I'm Daphne. Niles' his wife. No. We're expecting. Can't say I was. Didn't realize that this whole time that he was a straight man and that that was his spouse and that they were trying to have a baby together. I, I don't know what I thought they were doing in the first scene. That is, that is a totally, <laughs> totally fair assessment. But I was like, whoa. Oh, that makes sense now. To help you out. In real life, the actor that plays Niles is gay. Even storyline-wise, like it, it, what you're saying tracks. He could easily have been a friend trying to help out with the name. He just wouldn't be so intense, like throughout sure. the, the episode. But I also didn't even understand what they were doing in that scene. Really, I was like, I was no like, one understands. No one understands it. what they were doing. So my other two notes for this scene are: Milton is a terrible name anyway. And then yes. I wrote, I don't like the way Niles runs. Yes, <laughs> I think it was. I think it was a walk, but it was fucking crazy. Didn't care for that at all. It's a bit waddle, uh, mostly hands. I, I agree, a hundred percent. Terrible movement, motion from Niles. Also, Daph, you can't do that. You can't be trying to like sneak in your ex boyfriend's name for your kid. That's fucked up. Do you think she's like, oh, Niles gave me full control? I'm gonna use my ex boyfriend's name to really fuck with him, or do you think she likes the name? Or do you think she like sometimes thinks about Milton? Whoa, whoa! There's if if the reason that she chose to name her own child after an ex boyfriend is because she's still got a thing for that ex boyfriend. That's weird, right? Like that's weirder than just yeah. You're right. You're right. You're. It is worse to have a thing for the the ex. But like, it's still crazy to be like, oh yeah, this just happens to be my ex's name, but I'm going with it because it's a good name. I love the name structure. Martin sees Leland and the boys singing Gilbert and Sullivan before Leland flies home to Paris. Martin confronts him about the possibility of an affair and learns Leland confided in Hester that he is gay. So, Curtis, we've met your brothers. How many times have you guys crowded around a a piano and just went to town singing? My parents do have a piano, uh, and we did take lessons to learn the piano. Uh, None of us know how to play anything other than chopsticks on it, so... (laughs) That, but you all sing along when someone plays chops. When Kenny gets on and plays chopsticks, you guys sing in the background, right? More of a hum is really the only way to do it. But yes, it's crazy. This is this is a crazy behavior, right? Singing and playing piano? No, playing a piano like with your brother and your former dad, like is super weird. Former dad. I don't. Know. My note for this scene is I hate these people so much. And then <laughs> and then I wrote, Amen. does the father hate them? 
Yes. You're entirely caught up. <laughs> like, you don't have to watch all of season 11. I think he's just disappointed in his boys because he was like a real, like, he likes sports. He's big into, uh, you know, it's 2003. He's big into the uh, Seattle Supersonics, and they could care less. So how did they end up like that then? His wife, they said earlier, his wife was also a psychiatrist. Yes. Oh. We have to talk about the end of the scene when uh, Marty confronts him. I didn't think there was a lot to talk about here, though. Like, it resolves. It's the only way it can resolve where the the rest of, like, the next season makes sense. Well, it's it's so sitcom It's something that, you know, drives me crazy in the show. When it's, like, the most sitcom ending. If he wasn't gay, like, you have to address that at some point in season 11. Like, there's just no way around it. He's like, yeah, I really pined for it, but we never got it on. Like, that's not enough. I do like the ending. I, I think uh, it's not funny for, like, a sort of sentimental moment in the show. I thought it was done pretty well. You and my wife spent a lot of time together. I loved her very much and i guess my question is how much enough to trust her with the fact that i'm gay people weren't as accepting as they are nowadays without someone like her to confide in she quite probably saved my life i this is the this is that scene um next season when when lilith leaves that's the same thing they're going for here Yes. But this is fine. This is like, I think, a fine earned thing where Marty has some apprehension, makes a ton of sense because they're super annoying, all of them, this whole episode. (laughs) And he he gets to relax at the end because it's like, okay, he's gay. And he got to, like, that makes a ton of sense why these relationships work. Roz offers to secretly choose a name for Daphne so she won't feel stuck with it. We get the rare mid-scene title card. Five years later, upon reviewing their application, the child is rejected from the preschool because they didn't care to take the name seriously. Roz chose Ichabod Crane. So this scene drove me crazy because we know it's not actually true. Whoa, wait. Why do we know it's not true? They say his son's name on the last episode. They didn't. They did not name him Ichabod Crane. That was just the name Roz chose for the application. It was a placeholder name. Oh, They weren't stuck with it. That was the whole reason she picked it was so they wouldn't be stuck with it. I just want to say I totally guessed it that would be the name oh did you i did that's good i did that's a good choice after you hear it it's like yeah that's obvious i wasn't there well, I, i'm we're a season deep on when the they were guessing names i was like oh ichabod cream would be like the one the obvious and then when they did i was like yeah that makes sense I'm like, I'm normalized in this world now already. And I'm like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Of course, of course, that's the right choice. I fucked up with my guess, but I don't have one. Frazier plays this out observing a young boy with a fish successfully flirting with a young girl. This annoys a jealous phrase. Weird scene. This annoyed me as well. No, it's a, this is actually the best part of the show for two reasons. One, it's a really good callback to the first joke in one of the earlier scenes about how he... Had a pet, but it didn't help him socialize because he had a fish. And now he's watching a boy with a fish somehow get, like, a girl out of it. And two, it's also great because the show is about to end. (laughs) (laughs) Nice nice job there, Heiken, on the the closing joke. I mean, he nailed it, first of all. No reason for us to actually talk about it. But the the kid didn't flirt. That's the only thing I'm going to throw a flag on. That's the whole point, though. You don't have to. That's what they were saying when you have a pet. You, you, the pet socializes for you. And I'll say this, I just bought a dog and it, it is very true though. People just come up to me if I have the dog and start talking to me, which I don't really like. So <laughs> Brad, have you, have you thought about walking around with the fishbowl? No, no, that, no, 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 no. That kid can do that. 
a grown man doing that is like, please call the authorities and have them ask why this man. Do you think we're going to see Frazier doing that exact thing in like two episodes? <laughs> Hiken, did you like this episode of Frazier? It was the worst episode I've ever seen. <laughs> you have to rate the episode. We don't care what scale you use. Um, I'm going to go binary and I'm going to go zero. It was a zero for me. It was not. <laughs> I don't want to watch it again. I feel bad for you guys that you have to watch probably like what, how many episodes? Like maybe 200 more episodes? Yeah, some, way more. Somewhere in that room. Yeah, I feel really bad for you guys that you have to do that this sounds like one of those school assignments that you're just like dreading you're like oh i gotta do it though um but you guys don't have to do it but you, you choose to do it um and i love that for you guys um but this is like a little like sadomasochist is like i don't know why you would like choose to I'm do not, this to yourself i'm not gonna lie episode three of this podcast i was with you i, I would encourage you guys at any point in time to tap out nobody will, will say that you guys are quitters you guys could choose a better show like two guys a girl on a pizza place Brad, i want to hear what yeah. you thought i did not give it a high score i did not like how we just kind of ignored the whole julia storyline i did not like the corny jokes i did not like all the punchlines the score i'm gonna give this one because i did not like it that much it's one of my lower scores in my weird uh system i'm gonna go with d plus d plus <laughs> d plus on this one d as in boy d as in donut it, it got a d plus i i think i'm gonna shock you all i rank this relatively high what oh yeah no we're, we're not shocked you have terrible taste this episode i ranked seven out of 27 uh, it's always seven it's always seven that was what you did the last episode right <laughs> yeah there have been so many episodes that have ranked there um yeah. uh i actually ranked it higher than that originally and then in the conversation we've had i was like i think all of your criticisms are fair but i just and i i thought i did think it was funny and i did like the sentimental moment at the end uh i like this episode so uh i thought uh, yeah it was better than the one we watched last week but uh worse than the lilith app. did you watch the same episode that we did oh actually honestly i i entirely agree with you card other than whoa seven, i think i think brad brad is being very harsh on it i can i understand if you don't have the context i understand why this episode completely sucks balls as a one-off episode it's really tough i i totally understand where you're coming from hiking this one is better than your ranking it brad i think curtis obviously too high he's just doing this weird seven thing i don't no one gets it i can only count that on <laughs> the leland fraser stuff i think is really good i think i think they generally do a good job with the way that they're painting the story it's it's kind of the reverse from the good episodes we see it starts out pretty hot the comparisons stay pretty hot it, it ends kind of like it kind of fizzles honestly but we get some some weird fun piano bits marty's not horrible even though he's like confused and, you know, the, the girls barely have anything to do. That's always important for a, for a Frasier episode. Uh, so I'm giving it a solid, like, uh, 6.5. I, we've seen we've seen worse episodes. We've seen better. I would actually love to see Hiking on another episode. This is a weird one for him to get to, to start his Frasier journey. I, I, will, I will take you up on that invite. Like Daphne and Niles. I think we should throw out some baby name ideas for Ryan's impending offspring. One of the challenges, uh, I'm picking a name, is that, uh, you know, we don't know what how that's going to shape the life of that child. So I've got the name predictor 3000, 
And so we're going to shoot out some names and uh, I'm going to tell you what that future for that child will be. I thought we were trying to win. Best name wins. Brad, what's your first name? Samsung Sansone. That's annoying. That's very annoying. Because it's so good. In fairness to you, do you know how many people come up to me like, is your name Samsung? Which is confusing because like they've heard my name, right? Like they, I don't know how they came up with, they think it's a phone. It's really crazy. Ryan, I, I went to college with you. I saw it happen. Why? The, for no, this That's for the listener, Brad. Well, you asked me. I know, but like it was the royal you. People are like, your name's Sansone? Are you part of the Samsung family? And you're like, no, what? Why would I be part of that? You you heard my name previously. It didn't end in a G. No one's name ends in a G. What the fuck? Maybe Samsung will become a tech tycoon. That's exciting. Doesn't sound right from, from either the name or, or me. They will build adorable robot companions for people. What the fuck? They will tell jokes and dance to K-pop. The legacy of this child will be a world filled with laughter and efficient dancing robots. I don't respect K-pop as an art. I don't get it. I'm too old oh. for it. I don't either. I don't get it either. I don't know what it is. I like K-pop. Oh, okay. Of course guess, you do. Guess who's not part of the judging panel if i were you i would name one of your kids after a uh, member of a k-pop group i don't know what that is hiking do you have a name that you'd like to suggest maybe like one direction sansone i do like charlie perth so that's fine is it one direct one space direction are you saying that's the first it's like name? a junior that's where it's the part first of the name, name. The middle name is Joel Jr. I think you mean one dash direction. One direction, Joel Jr. Sansone. One. I mean, honestly, you kind of nailed a real name. I'm. I'm in on one direction, Joel Jr. <laughs> that sounds kind of crisp. Baby One Direction will grow up to lead an unconventional life as a professional wanderer, embarking on a global journey without a set destination. I don't like this for them. That's not <laughs> the life I want my my nephew to lead. It's, your, it's not your nephew. I like the name Sam Sansone. Also gender neutral. That's tough. A, no, it doesn't be. Okay. Sam Sansone. Ooh, I'm sorry, what Sam do you know that's a female? Samantha? Samantha. It's like hundreds. Yes, hundreds. Are they go by Sam? Are they doing Sam? Absolutely. I, that's a very gender neutral name. Yes. You said that was to be like, yeah, that is Sam. That is You've Sam. never met a female Sam? That's probably the most gender neutral name I can think of. Baby Sam will surprise everyone by becoming a renowned archaeologist specializing in uncovering hidden treasures in the most unexpected places. They'll have a TV series called Sam's Surprising Finds. What do you mean unexpected? How do you have an unexpected dig? <laughs> well, I, was in, I was in Manhattan and I was just like, oh, there's a ramen shop. I'm going to just dig underneath. It does say here uh, some of the places they will go is urban cityscapes to, to do their finds. They'll have a trusty fedora as well. So there you go. <laughs> I am going to suggest Sparrow. I think Sparrow would be a great name for a child. Oh, I do like the name Sparrow Sansone. That's cool. Autumn's your Pokemon. What are you talking about? You might as well say Caterpie. Sparrow will have the uncanny ability to communicate with birds. They have a best-selling book titled Conversations with Feathers. Converse, conversation with Feathers? I would read. Only way to read is to get it written, and the only way to write it is to name your child Sparrow. I guess. Ryan, I would like to hear from you. Obviously, you're not connecting with these names so much. Hypothetically, if you had any uh, voice in naming your own child, which yeah, we know so you don't. If I was able to name my kid without my, my wife getting involved, who you've all met, and she's lovely, and she makes sense, but if I was to do it unencumbered, I would I would obviously go with a piano theme. So I would name my kids. Keys. I would I would name my kid Grande, like a grand piano. Well, why would you just name your kid 
Grand Sansone. Like Ma- like Muhammad Grande. Mahatma Muhammad Grande. Most common name in the Muhammad, world. Mahatma. So they will become a world-renowned pastry chef. Right. Specializing in creating gigantic gravity-defying desserts. Um, all right. Well, I t- tough tough loss for court. This is going to be a good win for me. <laughs> like, look, yeah. we can't. We can't not name our kid after the gravity-defying dessertist, Grande Samsung. You know what? I'm in. On, I'm in on Grande. Thank you. So we've got Samsung, the tech tycoon, creating K-pop-loving robots. Uh, One Direction. They will be the wanderer. A professional wanderer. Okay. Sam will become the archaeologist in the city. I'm sorry. Why? 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 What was the full name? It was just Sam Samsung. Sam. Just Sam Sansonia. That name slaps. Sparrow uh, will talk to birds and write a book called Conversations with Feathers. And Grande will make gravity-defying giant desserts. Like, you guys all agree, right? Unobjectively, Grande won that battle, right? Grande's good. Grande's good. I like the uh, I like the the path for them, but uh, Grande Sansone? Gravity-defying desserts. Is- I know. I know. I would write that like on a business card today. I would be like, I want to hand it to people. I might start telling people that's what I do. I don't know. I, like at my own work. I don't even know. I asked uh, the name predictor for another name that would give us a similar life as uh, Grande. And they gave us Mangus. Oh, I like that too. <laughs> Mangus. Mangus sense has sounds, a nice ring to it. Sounds almost offensive in a way I can't land on, but like, I'm in. It's like uh, you translate it into Japanese and then back into English. That's what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. Can you run that through like the Swedish chef and then come back? And maybe we'll, maybe we'll figure it out. <laughs> nope. So, Ryan, <laughs> why don't you just go ahead and tell us what we're going to be watching uh, next week on this slog of a podcast that uh, has been pointed out to us. Uh, we really should just not to uh season 10 episode 21 the devil and dr phil eddie makes his first appearance of the season to chase dr phil off of the block he was in this episode i know you thought it was Roz's dog no but it's going I, backwards I I it's going backwards it. oh i'm that. sorry i'm sorry i i thought yeah. you meant you, I thought you, were saying you a, no, 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 no. a you sound like the liar and b there's no chance eddie's in the rest of the season because he has nothing to do ever but yeah, I think I think we're outside. I think Dr. Phil is is going packing. I just want to point out, you might hate this dog so much, but he was the first thing you thought about when the show was introduced, when this episode was introduced. You mean in the title, The Devil in Dr. Phil? Yeah, he's the first thing I thought about. Yeah, you just have, you just are really obsessed with the dog and you just want a minute. Do you think when the title The Devil shows up, I should think Fraser Or who, like, who should I have subbed in for that? The Devil. The literal, the literal like, Beelzebub, the, the literal devil. <laughs> the Elzebuff, yes. I'm sorry, I didn't think of that. That was a mistake on my part. Major omission. I think you mean Marty. I think you're, we're all long for nothing, Marty. Oh, shit. I, I, I don't want to jump back to the previous segment, but I typed baby Beelzebub into the, into the thing here, and it said they will have a life as a professional wrestler. Oh, nice. No. <laughs> Curtis, you could have won. That will do it for us. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for our theme music. Thank you for listening. Definitely for the best if you don't uh, look us up on the TikToks and the YouTubes. Uh, but Reverse Psych Pod if you want to. ReversePsychPod at gmail.com to get in touch with us. And, uh, you know, for myself, for Ryan, for Brad, for hiking, fuck you. Are you doing the soundboard again? We didn't get it. We don't, we're just not hearing it. I think it was his dad. Oh.
That's funny. If your dad's going to talk, do it on mic. He, he won't know if he should bring me pizza. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you want some? Yes. Well, that was way clearer than most of your You guys are getting off cheap. You didn't get a Let's Go O's channel. A what? He usually walks around chanting Let's Go O's. Curtis Randison. Because he's a fan of Cheerios. Anyway, uh, <laughs> transition. <laughs> transition. Transition desperately, please. <laughs> I don't even know what scene we're on. <laughs> scene four. Where? Let's go O's. 